Hi, and welcome back to No Improvement, a sort of funny talk show that explores the vast untapped potential of TV shows, books, films, and more. I'm Tia. I'm Flonia. And today we are talking about the 2020 horror slash thriller film, His House. Whose house? His house. <laughs> yeah, so it follows like the story of this immigrant family, or you think it's family. Um, <laughs> it's really just two people, but you think there are three people. Um, basically, like these two people move to the UK and they are uh, refugees, so they are, you know, they get like a little house stand, but they are haunted. By the journey that brought them here, um, yep. which included going on a boat and their quote-unquote daughter uh, drowning, and other people also drowning. Yes. So they are just haunted by this trauma, living in the UK where everything is creepy and people are like, mm, y'all are some crazy immigrants who think ghosts and witches are real, and they're like, no, there's literally ghosts and witches in our house, and then we see the ghosts and witches, and they're fucking right, but... <laughs> But Matt Smith is like, <laughs> I really <Shamar>. liked how <laughs> Matt Smith's continual no eyebrows were punctuated by like a very patchy beard. I was like, what's going on with your facial hair here, buddy? Just His eyebrows lot. are down <laughs> there. <laughs> yes. Um, we have their main characters are Bull and Rial and their daughter, Nyagak, who um, in the introduction, Naya, you kind of just you kind of just see them. Getting, getting on a truck and then getting on a boat and then the daughter's gone and you're like, whoa, that's not good. Uh, but then it kind of begs the question, why is she haunting them? Uh, and then also, uh, when it, the moment where the movie's kind of like, here's what's happening, and um, the wife, Rial, tells a story from her um, that her mother used to tell her, no meowing in the background. Um, <laughs> about <That's> the story <laughs> that her mother yeah. used to tell her. No, about uh, the night. It's uh the apath, night the witch. night witch. Yeah. Ooh. By the way, never steal from any like person who lives by the river. That person is always supernatural. Like always. That it's like is the like... the sort of god like storyline where it's like God it appears. At your home as a beggar. Yeah. And you refuse him, but it was God all along. Yeah. It's sort of like that, but uh, the witch side thing. Yeah. And he, um, the story is of a, a poor man who starts stealing and he steals from the, the Apeth, the Night Witch. And then the Night Witch is like, your home is my home now. And just starts living in it as well. And you're like, oh, that's basically what's been happening. But what did he steal? What did he steal? What Surprise! What he stole was the daughter who <laughs> wasn't his daughter. Which. That was a big plot to it. Oh, my God. I was okay. like. And at first I was like, well, ethically, it's not great. But, you know, at least he's like saving her. She seems to be alone, and then her mom shows up, and it, they're, like, screaming for each other, and I was like, oh, that's worse. That's bad. And then the mom dies. Yeah, he basically, like, quote-unquote steals, just to continue the metaphor of the story, steals the child so that he and his wife can get on the bus. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm um, just like, it's like a Titanic, like women and children first. And he's like, this is our child. I need to go. He's like, picks up random child. This is mine. <laughs> like this kid's um, alone, I think. Uh, which, yeah, it is a situation. Like, yeah, the mom's like, obviously upset. But like, it is a situation where being left behind meant they would probably both yeah. die, but they would die together. Yeah, because the mom gets shot. It was basically like some gunfire starts and they panic their way onto the bus. Yeah. Um, so it, it's like, it's weird. Like, it's like there's the sort of, you know, there's the moral question of them kidnapping the child or whatever. But it is like the survival stakes are so high for everyone involved. Yeah. It's kind of like steal that bread. I mean, you need to eat, you know? You know, it kind of, this is actually, this movie reminds me a lot of The Babadook now that I'm thinking about it. Not at all in execution, uh, because this one, while they both have, like, spooky ghost in the dark. Um, Metaphorical. The themes, yeah, of, because they both, both the, the wife and the husband, both of them see the ghosts, but the wife is, like, way less terrified of them, because she kind of just hangs out with them. <laughs> like, and, and it's kind of like, oh, that's not good, but at the end you're like, oh, yeah, it's just a little girl who's like, what's up? You abandoned me. Um, but it's not that, like... Because there's the, there's the thing about, like, they stole the daughter, but it's the fact that they stole the daughter, and he specifically has guilt about not saving her when the boat went down. Um, yeah. And he, like, does not talk about the guilt. And that's really what makes yeah. the ghost so vengeful, because he's, like... We're just going to assimilate to the UK and just shove down our feelings and never talk about them. And then we'll be okay. And it's like, oh, that's not healthy. Um, um, what's it called? Uh, trauma that has not been processed. Fully. Yeah. Um, and it is uh, interesting. The stuff with the ghost was for me like a lot more like palatable than the stress about them being refugees and like the lecture at the beginning where it was like if you do any of these following things we will deport you like no questions asked one time one strike you're out uh and the idea that like no you're stuck in this house and you cannot leave this house but also like it's like this is your house we give you like 80 pounds a week or a month they don't even say how long they're just like we give you 80 pounds you can't work otherwise and it's like oh that's not a lot um but just Enjoy the real thing. horror is racism uh but yeah like every <laughs> other person was just like oh like the bit where the wife is trying to find the doctor and she's just she yeah. has a map and like the the estate and I think they shot at this in Essex, but, like, the estate is so weird and labyrinthian. And she keeps running into, like, the same tiny child playing with a basketball or snooker ball. And it's just yeah. like, oh, I don't like that. I love a little, like, casual creepy. Yeah. Like, sort of David Lynch creepy, where, like, the thing itself isn't creepy, but, like, the context it's in makes it creepy. Like yeah. He's turning the corner and he's there again. It's like, ah. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of that. There's a lot like. of, like, dark doorways, too. And actually, they do a good job yeah. in, like, yeah, half they of the time, there's doorways. something creepy in the, like, in the dark corner of the room. It's like, yeah, your yeah. your fears are valid. There's something there, <laughs> which is, like. <laughs> and I love, I love any, this, this is, like, such a specific 
dynamic, but I feel like it happens in horror movies now and again. But, like, I love the dynamic of, like, when the lights are on, they're not there. When the lights are off, they are there. Oh, my God. And then the fact that the, the daughter's ghost is the one, she's the one who has, like, a physical presence who can, like, stab the floor and turn the lights on and off um, yeah. to help the other ghosts, which... Um, yeah. I was like, go off, ghost <laughs> oh girl. My God. And the mask Get they made for her was so terrifying. And I've seen a lot of yeah. people compare this um, to both Jordan Peele movies, but specifically us, I think, because of that yeah, face the mask. Yeah, the kid with the mask. Yeah. Yeah. That kid was doing such a good job, too. Like, um, <laughs> it was like, you, you said no words, and yet I'm terrified of you. Uh, and also feel yeah. very bad for you. Wait, no, she yelled mom a lot. She said nothing apart from that. Um, the scariest person, though, was the... The demon at the end. Yes. Or was that the witch? The, well, I don't even know who that was. I haven't even figured that part out I yet. Think that, I think that's <laughs> the witch. Which, I did like okay. how the witch... Well, it's kind of the same thing. I feel like that's just two different words for the same thing. Um, she could just slit its throat and they're like, fucking done. We got him. I freaked out. I was like, this... You know, every horror movie could just end if <laughs> the character would just kill the demon. Just you know? stab them. Have you tried that? Yeah, like she just she just took him out. I was like, this is yeah. And you're power. so used to like <laughs> yeah, in horror movies being like, oh my god, it didn't do it. You have to like yeah, like I can't hurt you, shit. but you can hurt me. Yeah, but like the fact that they had the the thing. Oh my god! And the bit right before that, where because she kills him. As he's like slipping into um, Bull's skin, like he he had yeah, him cut nightmare. his arm, and he's just like slipping his hand under there, and it, that looked the special effects in this were very effective. Like I know it's it's like oh a I was looking away. Oh, <laughs> they were. <laughs> it was really good looking, and like the, the the like monster, like the way they did the um the witch, kind of looked. Uh, vaguely pale man esque slash night king okay. from Game of Thrones. So like a little well, pan's that, labyrinth. That guy is like a famous preacher actor. Yes, or I do know that I'm guy. Like, I think he was in. We love that for him. Scary He's stories it, to tell in the dark. The one who, because um, oh. he has, it's the guy who has like the weird um, the muscle attachment thing where he can kind of contort his body in weird ways, right? I think he played the one who came down the. Um, uh, came down the chimney in scary stories to tell in the dark. That guy, Santa. <laughs> Santa. Um, Santa but was <laughs> the amount I here's the thing: I have seen multiple movies where the the main theme is like persons living in the walls. I want to commend this movie for teasing that at the beginning, and then being like, "No, those are ghosts." They just hang out in the walls for now because spooky. Um, but the amount of holes in that wall were deeply upsetting. And also that they got upset yeah. that they were like, wow, there's more holes in the wall. Like there were holes in the wall to begin with. I understand he went a little nuts, but like they were there in the first place. Um, Have you never seen a renovation before? <laughs> Sometimes there are holes in the wall. I was like, the, the electricity doesn't work. Maybe he had to make... 50 random small holes to get that fixed. I don't know. Um. Yeah, also, like, if I mean, I, I get that it's, like, this is the house we gave you or whatever, but, like, 
Let people do whatever they want to their house. <laughs> that was, I think, one yeah. of the, um, I can't remember, but because there were a lot, but the list of, like, things not to do at the beginning, I don't think it said anything. I mean, like, obviously they were like, don't uh, peel all the wallpaper off and then make 50 holes. But, like, the lists, the list was, like, don't have friends over, don't play ball games, uh, don't have balls, don't play games. Uh, it was, like, what the fuck are they supposed to do in here? Um, Sit in silence. <laughs> no candles, which, haha, in hindsight, so many candles. Um, but, but, like, by the end, they're really, like, they we've patched up everything in the house, and... It's great. We're just gonna live here with our fifty thousand ghosts, uh, and it's all yeah. And they have that good. Aw- that awesome shot of mm. everyone like in the doorway. The cinematography like, in this is mm. like really good. Super good. There's that that one shot where um, they're eating dinner together, and it zooms in on him, and then it starts panning out. And he's like, yeah, and he's on the boat, on a, on a float, yeah, in the middle of the ocean. I was like, oh, Oh, that gets me. Yeah, they me. had some some good imagery. And I this feel is... like overall, this was like a good general horror film. Yeah, and it had like enough social commentary that it wasn't just like it's just a movie about ghosts. Um, yeah, but they strike a pretty good balance. Yeah, like doing I would... things during the day. Yeah, I was really impressed. This is the um, the director's first like first full length movie. Um, I think he only did, like, one short before this, uh, and it was really good. And I was looking through the list, a lot of the actors in this are kind of like, this is their first credit, but the two main... they did great. The two mains, um, have had a lot of previous, um, credits. Yeah, they were really good. She's in Lovecraft Country, apparently, um... Oh. I heard, which I still haven't watched, because I want to reread the book first, but, um... And he had a, a Black Mirror episode in his credit list. Um, I can't remember which one. But yeah, I'm like... And I think one or both of them, I think maybe him, uh, does some stage work. So that's mm. that's very cool. It was very... Um, the guy cry, la- like laughing until he cries at the beginning when he finally gets to the house had me like, oh, this is going to hurt. I'm going to feel emotional yeah. about this like because we started off acting level very high. <laughs> yeah. And I yeah, also like... really liked how they blended in some humor cuz it was like overall a very dark movie. But like they have that yeah. moment where they're they're getting settled in the house and she's looking out the window and she's like, "Look, it's the queen." And there's just a confused oh old white lady wandering around. I was like, "That's that's a joke I would make." <laughs> I love that. Yeah, it it was really it was quite a good movie. I feel like it's I don't know if I've just like consumed so much content at this point that like it doesn't in particular like stand out as like this is a an award-winning must-watch movie but like very good yeah i think my standards are very low because i watch a lot of terrible movies on shutter i think you do too (laughs) but i'm like my my standards are oh my god (laughs) yeah we've i i've definitely seen some like some movies Oh, man, I don't even want to put them on blast, but I will because, <laughs> you know, it's only been 15 minutes, so let's go. Um, the movie called The Shed, I think. I saw about, a trailer like, for that, and I was like, that looks sort of interesting. And then I think you told me dude, not to watch it. <laughs> the Shed is like, like, oh, my God, can like, these are the most edgy teens of all time. 
and I hate all of them, and I want the vampire to rip them all to shreds. <laughs> like, that was the vibe. But, like, we were supposed to be on their side, and I was like, I can't be on their side because I hate them. <laughs> but, like, this movie definitely doesn't have that problem. Yeah. Like, it's more, like, about uncovering the mystery behind like why they're being haunted yeah and it's Um, like the main the main arc of this is like get this man to therapy let him talk to his wife (laughs) that's Um, every horror movie (laughs) yeah (laughs) although i will say by the end i was kind of like i don't even know if they were married because like they they just kind of go off together and everyone is like oh you had a daughter of course you were married i'm like i don't know their whole relationship could be a lie i don't fucking know i don't know at least the kid is a lie yeah yeah, and they do sort of play with this, uh, like, like the assumption that the kid has died or they've lost a child at some point. Um, but I mean, like, in addition to you know them talking about the girl, but <laughs> but like they play with that for a while, so you really think that there's some sort of like they have a family that's yeah. been torn apart or something like that, and then. And then the actual revelation comes in at the end, and you realize, like, all the awkward glances were because there was never a child in the first place. (laughs) Yeah, there's also, like, some, like, a thing where when you see her going into, like, her mind palace where the witch is like, see, all your friends are alive again. Hang out with them. Kill your husband. Um... She says something like, uh, no, where's my daughter? And they're like, you don't have a daughter? And she's like... Oh, oh, fuck, you're yeah. right. <laughs> oh, yeah, I read something online where people were like, uh, she needed to, like, realize that she had never had a kid or something. Mm. And I kind of thought she knew and was just momentarily confused. Yeah. I don't know. I, th- I think, <laughs> like, based on my my reading of most of that is, at least at the beginning, she's kind of, like... I think she's aware she doesn't have a child because a lot of the stuff um, when she's talking or people ask her about the daughter, she looks upset and it takes her a moment and you're like, oh, well, of course the daughter died. It, she, it would make her upset. But it's a kind of also right. like she's reminding herself like, oh, yeah, they think I have a kid. But also is like clearly he has a lot of PTSD. I think there's like a, a modicum of like just... One, you're telling a lie so often that it kind of becomes the truth to you. And also then, mm-hmm. like, just shoving it down. Kind of like he does, where he's just like, we just become English. And then we don't have to think about it ever again. Just oh. shove it down. Also, uh, gotta shout out that awful song that he sings that was like Peter Crouch. <laughs> Peter Crouch, he wears red shorts um, in the pub. That was... <laughs> Very stupid. Ah, I loved British, it. British people <laughs> in it. Am I right? In it. <laughs> um. uh, I also the um, amount of like sounds, especially the first few nights in the house where they hear like Dude. smashing stuff. I'm like, that's just people being rowdy. That's just the teens. You know it. <laughs> the ghosts being rowdy. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a lot of breaking of like, clings and things like that. I Like, this was, like, at least for the first half, it was a little jump scary, mm. um, which I both like and don't like because I like to be scared, but I also don't like to be scared by jump scares. <laughs> yes, yeah, fair. <laughs> but it genuinely scared me. Um, but, yeah, they, they strike a pretty good balance overall of, like, 
here's here's the story of immigration. Um, here are the ghosts. Here's the connecting metaphor. Yeah. Yeah, like him always trying to just immediately move past everything. It's about processing. Yeah. It's about processing. Oh my god, I loved the moment where he goes to that store. Uh, and first of all, like, when he walks in, the cop is immediately like, we have to follow this guy. And I was like, oh, God, it's that scene. And then that didn't turn into a thing. But it's it's him <laughs> looking at the clothes and then looking at the ad where it's the family, like the nice white family wearing their horrible clothes. And he's like, uh-huh. And the next scene, he's bought all the clothes. He bought the clothes the dad is wearing in that ad. And he bought his wife the clothes the wife is wearing in the ad. <laughs> like, wow, he really... He's like, I have seen the pictures, and I will replicate the pictures, and then we will be British. Galaxy brain take on this. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, th I think this is kind of um, like that uh, movie, um, I Am the Pretty Thing That Lives in the House. Long ass oh, title. I haven't seen that one. It's It scared the absolute shit out of me the first time, because... 90% of that movie takes place at night where, like, the entire house is dark and there's just, like, in the middle of a frame, like, a pitch black doorway. And you're like, I don't know if something's going to come out of that, but I'm terrified something's going to come out of that. And sometimes something does. And you're just <laughs> like, oh, I hate it. Uh, and then when I rewatched it, I kind of remembered where, where stuff happened. And there's only, like, one jump scare in that movie. So I was just sitting there like, I can just relax and enjoy this ghost movie. I know nothing happens here. Uh, so I kind of feel like this is going to be that, where, like, now I rewatch and be like, the ghosts are nice. They're nice! They're <laughs> just trying to communicate. They're just trying to get this man to talk to his wife about the things that happened. Um, which I also, I really liked at the end, um, in other, like, comedy bit, the, the witch comes, like, through the floor in the kitchen. And, like, uh -huh. you can see, like, right at the end, they've kind of just covered the whole with a rug. I was like, I love that shit. Because most of the time in horror movies, like, then the demon goes back and it goes like, and then, like, the floor is perfect again. But they're like, no, we have a hole. <laughs> there's, there's no <laughs> From floor. From our demon. <laughs> yeah. There's... Don't worry, we killed it, though. Yeah, I love Matt Smith being like, oh, did you did you get rid of the ghost? And he's like, yeah, my wife killed it. And Matt Smith's like, ha, ha, ha. Hmm. Good one, guys. <laughs> oh. We both know there are just no such thing as ghosts. <laughs> uh, Although I feel like British people should know that there are ghosts because they'd be living in those old ass houses. Their ghosts are slight. <laughs> so. The ghosts are slightly different though, because they're like that's true. That's true. They're like a witch is after us, and I think that like that kind of phrasing is like, oh, a witch. <laughs> that's some old shit. Uh, not like. You know, ghosts. Um, Ghost witch, guys. Come on. <laughs> get it. Get it straight. Um, but yeah, I like the um, kind of play on the haunted house because I really was expecting, based on the title and like the trailer I think I saw for this like a year ago, that it would be, and especially when they move in, you're like, this house is fucked up. But then you're like, oh, it's them. <laughs> they brought it. Is this guy? Fuck. Which is yeah, also like there, the you can't move away from this, buddy. It's gonna come with you. You're the problem. Yeah. ish. I mean, this house is yeah. gross though. Like, the it looks like it smells at the beginning. I was like, Ugh. like the there's that buzzing sound, and then he opens that pizza, and it's just like 
infested with bugs. I was like, burn this house down. Burn it. <laughs> Build a new one. Yeah, and it was kind of like, I want more DIY cleaning this place up. But instead what we got was a DIY remove all the wallpaper in your house. <laughs> Just cut it off yourself and then make a bunch of holes with a hammer. Uh... Anyone can do it. You can do it. At home. <laughs> Smash your tiles in your kitchen. You too can get the yeah. look. Uh, what else is a sledgehammer for? Oh, and the neighbor lady who just keeps, like, petting that cat and, like, staring evilly out her window. I'm like, I don't like this cat lady representation. I'm very offended. <laughs> but... <laughs> you know, when I pet my cat and stare out the window, I look peaceful and friendly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that lady looked like she was, like... I hate everyone who lives in this neighborhood, and especially people who don't have cats. And every time she showed up, except for that one time, she had that cat in that window. Um, then right at then the end, she's like, you don't belong here. And it's like, Jesus Christ, ma'am. You're going to die in a year anyway. So yeah. <laughs> I look forward to when you do die. And the young, hot couple takes her place. Probably not, but... You know. Yeah, I do think that like the the sort of immigration story makes a lot of the ghost like ghost story stuff a lot more sensible because mm. like you know it's always like why don't they just move out of the house? Yeah, well, they it's can't. a really good. Why premise. doesn't anyone believe them? Oh yeah, because they think they're just like foreigners like talking about stuff like they're just like whatever you know. That's your serious. shit. You leave that. Yeah, so it's like it, it built a good foundation for why, like, they were going to be alone in this fight, basically. Yeah. Like, no one's going to help them. Which, um, they can't um, get out. I, I was listening to an interview with the director. Uh, apparently, a lot of the stuff that happens to them, like, specifically the parts that involve immigration, were, like, based on actual stories he heard when he talked to people. Um, yeah, that, it seemed realistic. Yeah. Uh, a lot of. It just kind of, it kind of was interesting in just how bland everyone was about this. Like, they're just like, yeah, we'll deport you. And it's like, that's, you could entirely just, fu you're talking about fucking up their entire life and you're just, you don't give a shit. You might as well just murder them right now. Yeah. Like. And I also, I really, I did like the way they shot all the scenes where they're outside of the house, where like the whites are so white. And, like, when he's at the department store, everything is just, like, it looks like an Apple store. Like, all the walls are white. It's just blinding. Uh, and then they go back to the house, and there's, like, some shadow. The walls are kind of fucked up. It has texture. Um, all those color. holes in the wall scare the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, color. Like, if a man's not going to crawl out of the hole in the wall, <laughs> then an animal still might. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when I, no, because they's like, yeah, there's rats in the wall. And they're like, there's rats everywhere. I'm like, yeah, but there's holes. Like, if there are rats in those walls, they're coming out at night and, like, shitting all over the place. You know it. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it's, uh, and it's kind of at the end hopeful in that, like, they've, they're, they're not, they didn't go the route of, like, complete assimilation like, the husband wanted, or, like, complete rejection, like, the wife wanted. It's like, we're working together, and we're hanging out with all of the ghosts of people who've died. Because I was like, there was two shots. One shot of the little girl in the kitchen with the ghosts. And I think those were the ghosts 
of the people they knew, like their family members. And then the reverse shot, it was like a whole bunch of people from different ethnic backgrounds of different ages. And I think that was just the ghosts of everyone who's ever died trying to get, find refuge. And I was like, oh, or like all the people who lived burden. in this house. Oh, God, yeah. Because yeah. they just probably pass people through all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's just like a lot. Um, yeah, a lot of good imagery and metaphor at play. Here. Yeah, and even the, the, the title, His House, because at the end I was like, yeah, but His House who? Because his implies someone else, you know? Um, third party? <laughs> yeah, I read a review a that was like, when they, the, the most of the time when they say His House in the script, it's all the like British people going like, His House is bigger than mine. And it's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut up. Like, all the comments those guys made, like, Matt Smith, keep, like, says, like, be one of the good ones. I'm like, shut the fuck up, Matt Smith. Shut You're up. one of the bad ones, Matt Smith. Where are your eyebrows? <laughs> <laughs> Where are they? Grow a better beard. God damn you. Um, but, uh... Sorry, Matt Smith, but fuck you. <laughs> apologies. <laughs> apologies to your no eyebrows. Um, but yeah, no, it was, like, uh, the, the, it's pretty solid. Um, they, I think, in... The director's interview, the person interviewing, compares it to another movie um, that I think was set in Iran called Under the Shadow, um, which is about a wife or a mother and a daughter uh, who live in this house where there's an un, uh, unexploded like bomb, like missile upstairs. Whoa. And it's, it was a very good movie, and it was, like, one of those where it's, like, there's a ghost, but also, like, there's other shit happening. Um, a main scare of that movie, I remember, is, like, a floating burka ghost, and that ruled. Um, very, very good visual. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, I'm excited. Um, it's always fun to see horror movies where it's not just your standard, like, the possession of I moved blank. to a new town. Yeah. There's a boy, Nick. Or also, we just moved into a house. <laughs> we hide a deadly secret. <laughs> yeah, I'm like it's always fun to hear about. It's like when um I got really into watching like some of the classic like Japanese horror movies last summer on my like classic oh, movie watch. I watched like The Ring and The Grudge for the first time, and I was like, oh, this is some next level shit. I think specifically because you're not used to the tropes. You're just like, oh, I hate that. Um, She's climbing out of the TV. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it, it's just, it's fun to hear about um, other culture shit because then you can appreciate how your culture has very non-scary ghosts. I'm like, my mom didn't tell me shit. I just read scary stories to tell in the dark and those are mostly goofs. Thank God Goosebumps. Goosebumps is my culture. Yeah, it's it's nice to have like a, a good new horror film that like explores more than just like we're scared. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like the fear comes from more than one direction. And, yeah, like, the difficulties. And it's, it's not, not like, like the villain is a romance based. The devil. Thing, which is nice. Also. <laughs> it's like wow. Yeah, the devil is busy. <laughs> He's doing yeah, a lot. I would say this is like, I I feel like the the <laughs> my. I like this type of horror movie where it's got some sort of unique thing going on. I also like uh, 
movies, horror movies, where, like, the reason that they're subjecting themselves to all the horror is because they want to save money or something. Mm. I also like those. I basically am, like, you either need to be, like, good people um, dealing with issues like this movie, or you're bad people getting killed, and I'm laughing. Yeah, yeah, that works. (laughs) Yeah. This one is, is a good one to not, you know, you're not hoping they die. Yeah. It's it's interesting because <laughs> so the reason I put this off because I was like this is gonna be intense and like about stuff and the past year I've not wanted to watch stuff that are either intense or about stuff, which is because why stuff I've been is watching all the time. Yeah, I've been watching really shitty movies on Shutter. Which, by the way, I don't know if you've seen, but Mortuary Collection very fun. Um, I've oh, been I haven't. Little short like um, anthology movies extremely my shit i'm like give me a like a 10 minute horror short but just a bunch of them in a row god bless you um that one was fun it had very gross special effects uh you watched the cleansing hour i enjoyed that one no i will add that to my list that one is one of the ones where it's like we're doing it for money (laughs) (laughs) you gotta respect Uh it (laughs) yeah like when when you've Kind of like the original Amityville when I'm like, the reason we're stuck in the haunted house is because we have no money and we have 10 kids. It's like, yeah, oh my God. that checks out. This one is, well, I mean, now we're just talking about other stuff, but <laughs> the, cleansing hour, the cleansing hour is about uh, someone who streams exorcisms. Ooh. And they like usually just act it out, but they actually uh, get a real demon. Love that shit. Finally. And the demon is like, hello, Val, I'm on TV. <laughs> Look at all the viewers. What's up, guys? You love, Cry. love click to the see button, it. Click the bell. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that kind of wraps up. Um, although I guess we should say, like, what what, what is the lesson? Just don't be racist. Mm. Don't steal children. <laughs> the, the main don't two lessons. Don't move to England. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, stay away. <laughs> then you'll have to deal with all the chavs. That's what they're called, right? I think so. (laughs) Yeah. And you'll go to the pub and get yourself a pint. There'll be chavs everywhere. This feels like it's racist (laughs) against the British. Yeah. Be racist against the British. Oh, yeah. That's a good lesson. (laughs) If you've seen old lady, call her the queen. Pop, 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 pop. (laughs) Um, But... Yeah, well, I don't know what the moral is. <laughs> yeah. Process your trauma. Go to therapy. Like, like the real. Yeah. Talk I to mean, your loved ones. Make therapy free. That's oh, the moral that... of the story. Yeah, the entire time I was like, wow, they are not offering, like, these people have gone through some shit, and they're not even like, hey, let's sit down with a the therapist while you're, like, in detention. They're just like, no, you can get fucked. Goodbye. Wow. Well, I guess you can live here. <laughs> like, uh, we didn't kill don't, you. Don't Be happy about games. that. Yeah. Oh, how kind. How generous. Thank you so much. You gave me a giant, disgusting house. Love it. And that was his house. (laughs) And uh, in two weeks, we're going to be talking about the miniseries Behind Her Eyes. What's back there behind her eyes? I don't know. Ooh, I know. find out. And it's going to (laughs) be, it's a hell of a ride. (laughs) Let me just say. Oh, my God. If it follows the book. (laughs) Well, join us then in two weeks when we find out what is behind her eyes. 
<laughs> the mini series. <laughs> and I guess that's it for now. So uh, thanks so much for listening. I hope you tune in next time. And yep. Yes. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>